Welcome to Making Noise, Making Moves, a podcast series created for the Noise Moves Youth Dance Festival 2021. Today we are speaking with independent artist and choreographer Lucia Kickham. Welcome, Lucia. Hello, thank you for having me. Delighted to have you with you or have you with us today and be chatting to you about your work as a choreographer, your work as a dance artist, and how you're passing on what you have learned onto the young chances of today. Just starting on that aspect of mentorship, what is mentorship to you and why do you feel it's important? Mentorship is something that I've like I've engaged with, yeah, from the beginning of my career right up until now. I, I think it's a very continuous kind of process. I'm very interested and aware of like the the practice or the the practice of an artist being um something that is in constant kind of inquiry um so I don't think it ever like gets to a point where you you've found what you want you know you have to constantly continue to grow and mentorship allows for that for me having a mentor allows a, a very focused inquiry or a focused um provocation of your work so an outside person whether they're looking directly at your work at them at your dance movement work or yeah. if you're just discussing your practice um, and how that they can provoke different questions that might be arising in you but just haven't gotten to the surface so it, it it's that kind of dialogue with your practice that an outside person um in, instigates or stirs up absolutely because that dialogue then allows you to question and and further explore different things that are happening yeah. or, or see different things or question things. In terms of these mentors that you've worked with, I mean, how have they then developed you as, as an artist and your approach to your work and your artistic development? I, I guess in, in, in different ways, they've all influenced me. And um, one other thing about mentorship in general, I suppose, is that um, when we're by ourselves, there's often a lot of doubt or you're questioning your ideas from maybe a negative um position or perspective yeah but by allowing the vulnerability of being with another person it becomes a constructive questioning so the vulnerability is just is turned around and and becomes a positive and yeah I think I've gotten different things at different points in my in my career like that one of the first mentors that I had after graduating was through a Dance Ireland mentored residency with Carla Shacklock and I was with Carla, we were looking at um, the consciousness model and just being a bit more aware while dancing. Even though I was working mainly as a dancer within other people's processes at the time, it allowed me to engage in a deeper way with those ways of working or knowing really what I was doing while I was doing it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So I have a question about that. In terms of the doing, is it more in turn the embodying of the physical movement or is it the relationship to the work yeah I think it's probably both um being really aware of what I'm bringing to it and also what is being asked of me like meeting the needs of the choreographer's vision as well um Um, but engaging with it how I need to 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 present that as well yes to, to, to bring those two things together is it also about how you arrive there? Is that part of your process as well? And you know how you get to that point? I I think so, but poss- probably not till later in my 
in my process. I that possibly comes into the whole conscious unconscious. So I was yes. probably doing some of that unconsciously yes, and then yes. started to look at it a bit more consciously yeah. and bring it to the forefront. In terms of who you're working with now, with the young artists that you're working with and everything that you've learned to date, are you consciously or unconsciously passing your learnings down to them? Um, I think there's probably both there. Sometimes I'm I'm conscious of not overloading my mentorship with my aesthetic or the decisions that I would make, but presenting, trying to kind of open up different possibilities that so that they can be aware that those choices are there. Um, so some of it is is quite conscious, and then there's others other stuff that is less so. You spoke about the constructive dialogue that you'd have with some of your mentors and where sort of your own checking in process mm-hmm. came in that you used and how then is that something that you subtly pass on to young dance artists now? Um, yeah, I, I think so. So I, I tend to be quite aware of the group dynamic within a studio. When you walk into the studio, when we were there physically um, and you just trying to gauge where everybody's at because it, it allows you to do different things according to, to what the energy is, what the tone is. Um, but I think allowing people to actually voice things either releases them so that they don't have to be used and they're no longer relevant within the body and within the work or so that you can address them in a more direct way. So I, I do check-ins. It's usually, it would be in the, in the morning. If it's in a longer practice, we would build it in so that it's a regular morning um, address um, to see what is resonating with people from the day before, or if, if something is unresolved, that's going to cause a block or, even just with um, relations between people, it can be nothing or it can also just be like, I don't know what that was yesterday. Can we fix that so that it doesn't have to um, affect us today? And and uh, trying to do that same thing online is interesting because you can't gauge their physical energy in the same way. So a question that I'm not necessarily asking, how are you today? Because sometimes that's too loaded a question at the moment, but it's what are you like, even just asking, what are you busy with? What's engaging you today? What's the challenge in the work for you to, at the moment, like within where you are at the process. So just trying to have really specific questions that allow more to open up from there um, and expose what's, what's going on and where we can push further through that yeah so I think I'm, I'm consciously using that within the the mentoring process that's great and I think that's an excellent tool to be able to pass on to the young dancers as well this is something that can stay with them not just in their in their dance work within the studio but in their in their daily life as well like you're saying everything extends not just the outside world influences the studio and here we can see as well the dynamic within the studio the dynamic within wherever you're creating work be it in the studio or elsewhere that that passes on then to um, the outside world as well yeah and I, I think having those like it's a very simple um, activity but just having tools 
that are really concrete. It's like maybe the question differs, but the tool is there to just check in. And especially for the, the, the young choreographers, they're all making solo work, whether mm -hmm. they originally kind of envisaged it as a solo or not, just due to the, the current conditions, they're making solos, which can be so challenging. Like yeah. I, I find solo work really difficult because yeah. sep like separating yourself as dancer, as performer from yourself as the choreographer, it can be a, um, a difficult divide yeah. in time. You know, you're you're trying to do a task, but you're also conscious of the overview. And yeah, um, so having those check ins and allowing the questions, both as when I'm dancing, I have I have this challenge when I'm making, I have this challenge yeah. and then allowing you to kind of bring those. Yeah, to resolve those issues. And it keeps them in the here and the now in the moment. And it's not projecting them forward or having them think back to the past and you know be influenced by that or be second guessing themselves as well yeah and and trying to reflect so that it's a, a focusing reflection as opposed yeah. to one that expands and just becomes too overwhelming and and writing I suppose like I'm encouraging them um or it's something that I'm encouraging I always encourage myself to do um to write as you go because then you have something concrete that you can flick back through and say oh I had that idea already I was speaking to a group of students who will be graduating soon uh, recently and one of the things was just keep showing up you know you have to you have to put in the work it's not going to happen by itself um, and this the, the idea of staying on the bus you know, it, it, you have you have to find what interests you, yeah. even though there there may be things that you're doing um, within other areas that aren't directly what you're you're interested in. Yeah. But kind of always digging out. There's a learning in everything, you know, so digging out what you're interested in and sticking with it until it mining it for whatever it, it can be for you. Before yeah. yeah, and that could be a, I think that relates to the idea of the practice being a very continuous thing. It's not a product from, it, you won't resolve it within one piece, more than likely. You know, if it's really course, something, it's like kind of the root of what you're interested in. Um, but finding those things can be difficult as well. So, but really sticking with something um, so that you you find find what you're interested in. And also, I think at the, especially in the current climate, we can kind of see something that happened to me. I feel like not pigeonholed, but I was just like only focused on dance. And that's um, obviously dance is what I want to do and wanted to do it then, but that influences and inspiration can come from anywhere. So just being a bit more open uh, kind of to the multifaceted um, possibilities within a practice. Um, and I think during this last year, when we haven't been in the studio so much, I've been more aware of that. I had started to be more aware of it prior to um, this, this time, but um, I think things like 
writing and more visual art or just even when you're watching films that you can be inspired by a, the, a particular way that it was shot or the way that they did the focus or um yeah by so many things I and mean, even like words there's one sentence in a news article that you read or seeing the way someone walks down the street or you know just being open to inspiration from whatever area of your life Absolutely. Um, I, because I think I was very just focused on what happens in the studio when I was when I was younger yeah absolutely no that's an excellent point because that whole thing about no more than dance is art art reflects life and you need those life experiences to draw upon and it all comes back through what you're saying about now about being open to different different experiences different influences I, I think it relates a little bit as well to how how people spend their time because as a young dancer sometimes it can feel like I need to be dancing all the time for my to be a dancer mm -hmm. um, whereas I don't like financially that's not always possible but I, I think um, there's something about the way that you look at that other time that it doesn't have to be separate to your yeah. dance practice you know it's you're still a dancer even if you're doing something else and it's how you can still kind of nourish yourself or feed your practice through that other activity uh, that platform yeah for you then why dance what drives you to dance and what is that impulse propelling you um i always find this question really difficult because it's not um it's not something that's easily languaged, I suppose, because everything we do is um, coming from the body and the movement and engagement with the body. Um, I suppose I had always danced, like from the age of three, I started ballet and, you know, did Latin American as a teenager and just the, like, the shift in energy that happens from sitting down and doing academic work to doing physical work and solving things with your body. Um, I think that's something that still holds me in, in dance. Yeah, just fig figuring out the body, figuring out the world with your body. Um, and there's, there's a communication there as well like not we all of course use body language and unconsciously consciously um but there's just there's so much that we can read from the body whether we know it or not you know and it's an endless it's an endless study so it, yeah it has kept me engaged till now and will continue to do so thank you for listening today Making Noise, Making Moves is part of the Noise Moves Youth Dance Festival for 2021. Noise Moves is a part of Noise Dublin, the youth arts program of South Dublin County Arts Office. The festival is funded by the South Dublin County Council and the Arts Council of Ireland with support from Dance Ireland and Creative Ireland, partnerships with Contact Studios and Music Generation Studio, and the festival is sponsored by Dance Worlds. Follow us on social media at Noise Moves and please subscribe to our YouTube channel to see our latest pieces of work.